0: This is the Podcast Derbia Blacklist Podcast for this week's episode of Matto number 66. I'm Brian with Dave. And episode two in the can. What do we nice. think?
1: Not the can yet. Still working on it. <laughs> uh, it, was, it was a good episode. It was... I don't know that we've ever had a... Blacklister so unfocused on that died so early in his own episode. Uh he died right at 40 minutes in.
0: Was it early? I didn't look at the time. I, I felt like this episode was dragging.
1: <laughs> it it kinda was. And it was like the the, the chase after Mato, who was the blacklister, was so pointless.
0: Yeah, it um, was disappointing, too, because this is a guy... I mean, last week, we were wrong about almost everything last week. I, I was saying that you know, we would probably have the fall season would be this whole chase. And with him, Mato yeah. would be this uh, great villain for several episodes. Uh, could, We couldn't think of his name last week, and I'm, we're not sure it was even ever given yeah, to I us. Yeah, they told us, yeah. So, knowing the name of the episode this week, I wasn't sure that there was so much him. But, yeah, the, this guy was you know, he ended up easily being taken down because it, you know, the plot called for it, and that's it.
1: Yeah, it was like, <laughs> eh.
0: We got a red story with it.
1: Yeah, no, it was, that was good. Um, but, you know, I don't know how a Sioux Indian, because if I'm not mistaken, they said he was Sioux, would know about a Lakota Sundance, um, but
0: uh, Did they say Sioux? I, I, you know, I missed it. I missed which tribe they said.
1: I thought they said he was Sue. Um,
0: I, I remember them saying it. I just missed... I didn't write it down, and it sounded like it would have been important later.
1: I, you know, it was... I thought I was taking a lot of notes, but I got I got one page. Um, I think I took some kind of important ones. I don't know um,
0: much either. I have some mild bullet points, but you, know, you had the whole Liz on the plane thing in the water, which, again, I thought that was going to be the whole episode, is watching them in the water. <laughs>
1: So you know what I wrote down uh in all caps on this? So there's a scene where they like pan into them hanging on to the the airplane that's upside down in the debris is a life preserver. Is there really? Yes. That's awesome. Like I rewound it just to make sure <laughs> I saw it and there was a life preserver in the debris. I was like, Really? <laughs> well maybe maybe it's because they're on hills and they can't know it's it's pretty flat water. Um <laughs> yeah, they, they, uh, maybe they're on the wrong side of the. Uh, no, they had to get out, so at some point they would have seen it. It's like, um, I mean, it's just you know, prop guys doing. Oh, it's an ocean scene with a shipwreck. There should be a life preserver in right. there. <laughs> you know, it's it's the the life preserver in the boat, and that is the the baguette sticking out of the bag of groceries in every bag of groceries in television in the history of television. All right, you There's have always to have a the baguette, baguette out,
0: yes. and, and, and so celery. That is
1: the international <laughs> television symbol of. This is a bag of groceries. Yep.
0: Um,
1: you know, it is the life preserver in in the plane. Crash I was
0: ship too ride. distracted by the Titanic. I I won't let go, Jack. Moment when he starts sinking into the water and she goes out I, like,
1: I was like, you had a free pass right there. She's like, oh, you you may know where Agnes is. Okay. 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 Yeah. Okay. All right. Maybe I believe you. Oh, bull.
0: Yeah, I know. <laughs> you you'll find her.
1: Yeah, um, you've got you know kind of the full might of the FBI and Raymond Reddington. I mean, you know, one girl can be difficult to do, but um, yeah,
0: eventually they'd find her. You would think, yeah, especially with how I'll go. Well, might work both ways with how powerful this guy is. Maybe he's got the resources to hide her, but if he's no longer in charge, who's taking that extra special care? You know, take him out and it changes his organization. Uh, but yeah, we, we, we had, like you said, Mato was our blacklister of the week. and just a, I,
1: What is the rhyme and reason of the blacklisting numbers? Like, seriously?
0: I know, we don't know. It's,
1: is this all done in like a glorified flashback dream and that's where he named him based on some level of importance? I mean, I don't know. That's really annoying. Yeah, it's not like he ever gives the numbers.
0: Like, yeah. It's almost like the numbers seem to be irrelevant and they shouldn't be there. It's just there to give some sort of scope to how big the list is. But they, 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 I, they, other than the, the, the two single digits that we've had and a couple in the high, you know, in, in the teens or, you know, yeah. 11, 12 or somewhere in there, those were the big name people with Berlin and, you know, Tom Keene was number seven and was it Tom Connolly that DA was like 11 or 12? Yeah. Nobody else has been that high and there've been some where we thought they would be high up the list and they weren't. I mean Alexander Kirk was 14. Yeah. I would have thought given what we're learning about this storyline and how he is you know this rival with Red he'd be higher up. So it's really you know who is who are in 1 through 6. Because right now there's no other organization or group of bad guys that are in the forefront right now. But so, it's got to be written into the story, you know. A good writer's know at least their top fifteen on this, and then they can just fill in the numbers elsewhere.
1: Everybody else is a vehicle to get to those top fifteen, right? Uh, you do two or three a season. You know, two a season gives you seven years. That's a good run for a TV show. Um, you know, doing two two of those. I, number one is Red Reddington. He's his own. Yeah, I mean, I, you, yeah, he is. Yeah, he because he he knows he's the baddest of the bad. Mm-hmm. You know. He's he's the Leroy Brown of all the blacklisters, right. in, um, So he's yeah number one. Uh, we will see that number two, maybe Liz could uh, be, you know.
0: And that's what originally the Tom Connolly episode was a couple, from what season ago, was that episode was teased at least to be named after her, mm-hmm. but uh, it was changed or it was just it was falsely teased. So that it w- we wouldn't know what the episode's going to be about, because usually the blacklister dies, and to tell us that the blacklisters Tom Connolly ahead of time could spoil yeah. what's what's about to happen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we have that. Uh, the, uh, there's the whole <laughs> thing with Nikos, the guy who's that Mr. was Kappa's that was a little friend.
1: disturbing. Uh, I think it was kind of important that Red was like not caring. Anything about anybody? Yeah. Um, it was it was uh, a good character build up for you know what what happened at the end of the episode, which we'll get to.
0: Right. Uh, yeah. We'll, well, let's cover everything else, and then we'll get yeah, to that. That'll we'll, be the longest conversation.
1: A little, little disturbing, <laughs> um, but yeah, it was. Uh, so you ever notice whenever Red gets into any type of accident, the first thing he does is he goes and finds his glasses.
0: No. I didn't pick up on that.
1: I, I thought of it. There was some other time when something happened and mm-hmm. he went and like grabbed his glasses and he did that in this one too. Mm-hmm. It was the first thing you saw him do was getting his glasses and putting his glasses on. I'm like, really? Right. Really?
0: Well, the episode picks up right where the last week left off with the car crash and Tom stumbles upon them seemingly rather quickly as they're still gathering themselves. So he was obviously right behind it. And
1: yeah, that, that was reasonably explained. Um, cool, you know, had been, like, I had arm tracking the other car. So yeah, right. You
0: know. he, had, he had been trying to find that car. So
1: <laughs> that was set up. That was done. I, that's, yep. that's
0: viable. Oh no, I'm good with it. But that, cause it, it, you know creates, it allows the story to move, move forward. Yeah. Uh, because otherwise, you know, they're wandering through the jungle and it's all stupid. Yeah. Uh, but they, it, so it, <laughs> go ahead.
1: So riddle me this, um, yeah, they're not going to be able to get off the island because you just caused an international incident. Okay. Right. Talking about uh, Mako or Mato or whatever. Mato, yes. Um, but Red, an internationally known terrorist, got off with a private jet pretty damned easily.
0: Right. And Mato, here, here's our uh, timeline shift. I know it's 90 miles to Florida. Well, at his
1: closest point to closest point? Um,
0: uh, but obviously, he ended up in Texas on a, yeah. a, a a boat that was drifting.
1: What
0: on a on a raft that was drifting across? <laughs> Mato escaped on a refugee, a bunch of Cuban refugees on a little raft. Did you not see yeah. that? <laughs> that? That that yeah. would that would take longer. I would, I would, that would take much longer than it took for everybody else to fly to the U.S. and find him.
1: Uh, I think I must have missed the part where we wound up in Texas. Um,
0: well, Weren't they in Amarillo or Armadillo or
1: something not, that like that? That was where Red was. But that's, Red was in Amarillo. Because that was one of the things I wrote down, is he's in Amarillo really, really fast. It is a long ways from Cuba to but, anywhere in Texas.
0: But when they when they did the text message to mato to come see yeah. the bondsman it was there, there. Really yeah uh, it was
1: it was the doctor showed up and yeah. brought him in his box cuz like hey i need a you know television vehicle here to get you there i guess my whole
0: thing is it, it would take long m- much longer than it took for for a raft to, with a bunch of refugees to be drifting across
1: which usually when you hear about ocean. that on the news they've been out there for weeks or something right
0: than um, it was yeah. for you know everybody else to just you know gas up their jet and fly home yeah so again and, and it seemed like he was home and well established back at his residence he was doing the prayers to the sun now, and whatever I and
1: i didn't get that impression i got the impression he was in he was in florida okay um because when when the guys came to pick him up he's like you know what's going on he's like oh you know there's a jet wedding at Mia, you know miami international I didn't uh, hear that. Okay. Which, yeah which was interesting because he made a big deal out of that but that wasn't what he told red you know and i'm like that that just it felt like bad writing um yeah you know that he that it should have been like oh they did this oh we're gonna do do something later uh, along the lines of like he's like oh summer palace but we never heard that you know but we did hear him say the dia okay that's that's great or mia uh miami airport which is which is fine but It just just felt like bad writing to
0: me. Yeah, and a guy whose role is just to get you the girl, the the, the baby, do you give him every single point of your plan? His only job was to hand the baby over to, along with this woman, I guess, to these two guys. Where it goes from there is irrelevant to him, and is irrelevant to tell him, because that's not part of his job. From there, his job's done. He's been paid. He doesn't need to know what happens next. And he no. shouldn't care based on his type of and work. They
1: basically said he's a bounty hunter, right? So, so how
0: he, he would even know the baby was going to the summer palace?
1: Yeah, he he can he can go from my hands. Anything I could do to make her safe, I can do. If he has any level of conscience, and he's done that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, why would why would Kirk tell him that?
0: Correct. Okay. Um, this- so. Yeah, we have all that. So uh, Liz goes gets taken to uh, this summer palace uh, on Cape Breton Island. Uh, I'm assuming they said Nova Scotia. Uh,
1: yes, because that's where
0: so. it is. Uh, at least the one I know. Um, and yeah, you know, we see in this house. It's it's Liz comes across her bedroom. Uh, we see Kirk getting his blood transfusion again, just to remind us. Yeah. And then uh, Kirk telling her about. Because she's Liz starts recalling the fire, which we haven't talked about this fire in a while, and I it, mentioned she, it last she, week. She,
1: that I don't know that she was recalling the fire as much as she was recalling the room.
0: Well, but she then said, you know, I, I, there was the fire, and I shot you. And he talks about how Red lied to her about all that, but she does but have that was the, all
1: on the plane, didn't she? No, this was, it, that this,
0: that was this was this okay. was in the bedroom, and okay. then but then it's it's not like there wasn't a fire though. She has a scar. So we need to yeah recall that. Well, and and I don't trust that Kirk is telling the truth in this either. I think this is a uh, I'm not so sure Red's lying about what happened that night. He just might be omitting certain truths.
1: <laughs> right, lying by omission. Yeah. No, there was something else. There's another conversation that happened earlier and I actually uh, I rewound after about 20 minutes and went back to it. There's a scene while Tom is in digging around uh, inside uh, uh, Nico where Mr. Kaplan and Red are sitting out there. Yes. And you figure out, hey, you know, Mr. Kaplan's been around Liz a long time because she says to him, you put a baby in my arms.
0: Exactly, and this is really what gets me confused and- because I'm trying to put together Liz as this four five, four year old, right. You know, playing with her mother by the swing,
1: speaking perfect Russian.
0: Yep. <laughs> Versus
1: a baby, a baby.
0: No, I, I, I'm exactly with you. And I made notes of that and I'm, it could be very well possible that the summer palace, maybe the summer palace is where, because red obviously knew what it was. Um, that the summer palace is where red had hidden away with mom and uh liz yeah and then kurt came to try to get her then then there was the shooting and the fire and all that or something and red had to get her <laughs> away possibility i'm i'm, I'm speculating no, because i'm trying to i'm trying to figure out how she could still be there i mean there's the memory there's the there's the you know folder's can in the in the ground and the uh, uh,
1: the the Russian stacking dolls which yep. she kind of tucked away and made a point of showing it and then tucked it away and it's like huh oh, where's that gonna come back what's mm-hmm. in the dolls
0: oh yeah exactly microfilm it's, it's I'm sure. yeah, <laughs>
1: <cocaine
0: dolls>. yeah. <laughs> but right you you put a baby in my arms so there there's there's a inconsistencies with well with a lot of the timeline of Liz's life that uh needs to be hashed out and i think this episode definitely based on what we both observed tonight has given us questions
1: yeah we know her memory has been tampered with correct that happened in earlier uh see two seasons ago where they tried to pull it out to figure out where the fulcrum was and right
0: the episode was trying uh to figure out yeah the psychiatrist trying to hack into her brain
1: yeah so who knows what else has been done Mm -hmm. um Uh, what else do I have on that? Um, yeah, I don't know. Some of it's just kind of weird, you know, what you're remembering versus the the ages don't, um, add up. And yeah, I kind of like, I like the theory that that was a little more maybe Red's thing or mom's place and red was there and and kirk came to i like that theory from you um yeah
0: as opposed to this was always kirk's place because it seemed kind of vague when she was asking the housewife or uh, housekeeper about it and you know how long have you worked for him nine years okay and
1: but my mother's worked for well, him forever but yeah so you've known him a long time <laughs> right. yeah but she h- danced how, throughout that a little bit
0: yeah how true is that she seemed kind of vague and untrustworthy in yeah. her in her explanations so it's certainly setting up that. Well, I mean, it's obvious that there's more to what, what's going on and we don't know everything. And like you said, put the, the, it was, there were very important scenes about talking about Liz and in the past, but one talking about her as a baby and the other one talking about her or referencing her as a, a three, four year old. Right. Definitely. Okay. So how uh, Tom and Liz have some weird room in a, Yeah, warehouse.
1: They got a they got a uh, Truman showroom or something going on (laughs) in there. Um, Yeah, I haven't figured that quite out yet. Um, Did you notice before we get? You know, we're 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 moving towards the end there. We're getting there. (laughs) (laughs) Did you notice? It's one of the things we always forget, and it has very, very rarely come out in the show. Liz was an FBI agent. What was her job? what she was supposed to do she was a psychological profiler right Mm -hmm. that came out in this one a little bit too um when she started profiling him on the boat you're a classic narcissist and you're gonna you've been beating this kid you know doesn't have and i'd always kind of thought about you know that's never really she's never profiled people it's always been kind of catch of the day type thing or whatnot and she she kind of did him a little bit. I haven't
0: had a lot of opportunities for her to use her talents uh since yeah. season one, where she no, used it quite been,
1: a bit. I think there's been a lot of opportunities, a lot of wasted opportunities.
0: Right. Put it that way. Yeah, they, they they haven't they haven't shown it to us. Uh season one was full of it, at least for the first half of the season. But then yes, yeah, since then
1: Yeah. Not I mean much she's a anything. smart woman. She's you know, mm-hmm. so it's it she's she's not just an action hero um and you know an emotional a basket case or anything like that i mean she's you know young she's an fbi profiler out of quantico um mm. so that's a that's a pretty impressive feat sure so all right so we get to uh, gordon uh, lightfoot hold on here uh what <laughs> else do i have uh regret requires age or of wisdom i just like that line
0: oh okay. yes yes <laughs>
1: um and okay plane's crashing or she shot the dude whatever she's doing that why the hell does she not secure that gun
0: yeah it seemed kind of how weak. did
1: she not secure the gun
0: i mean she obviously thought she had him tied down but wasn't really paying attention it's not like he was tied down to the point where he couldn't try to break himself free it seemed actually pretty easy to get free uh she only had like one arm tied and the other one was i don't know what the other arm was doing but yeah that, that gun should have been in front of her yeah in her, in her line of sight if it wasn't going to be you know in a, in a in her boot or whatever yeah it that, that it seemed it, it it all seemed messy uh yeah i know she's a little panicked i yeah. get it the whole sequence was but- messy really just to get onto a boat so that I don't know it just to create a little bit of conflict so that there would be trust that she can show she would keep them alive. I mean, it was it was just fabricated for that. Otherwise, they would just go straight to Nova Scotia. Yeah. Um. So they had to create some reason for her to start trusting him because she needs to be conflicted between who's telling the truth to her, Kirk or Red. And, you know, there's going to be that scene where, you know, she's standing in between them, Uh. you know, a la The End of Time and Doctor Who and doesn't know who to trust. You know, she trusts Red or she trusts Kirk, and somebody's telling the the truth, and she's got to make a choice. I mean, that that scene's coming eventually.
1: Yep, it's there. Okay. Um,
0: Anything else before we get to the end?
1: uh, I wrote down Tom something. I can't read what that scribble (laughs) is. Maybe I'll get to it. All right. so Gordon Lightfoot.
0: If you could read my mind. Great song.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so we get to the end. Uh, Red and uh, Dembe Drive, Mr. Kaplan, out to this one pristine acre yeah. in the middle diamond. of...
1: Sea of emeralds. Hmm? A diamond in a sea of emeralds. Yep. I think he called it. Yeah.
0: In the middle of uh, lots of acres that yep. are owned by the government, but there's this one little acre that's perfect. And uh, I kind of... I like how he described it. Obviously, she knows why.
1: She had said earlier, "Yeah, uh, that you know he was trying to drive her to do it himself, but she wasn't going to do it for him." Right. Um, and and I that was sounded ominous. I'm like, "Did she mean that the way?" Oh yeah, she meant it. You know. Yeah. Um,
0: and what's interesting is how just before he shoots her, he says, uh, "You had once told me." you want to live out your days on a pristine acre. Yeah. So he had bought this years ago for this very purpose. That's my, you that's my theory.
1: Think so to just to,
0: whenever the day came that he had to get rid of her, that that was the place that he was going to do it.
1: Cause they'd been together for yep. 30 years.
0: And uh, like she had said to him, I know too much about yeah. you. I, I am a liability. Uh, so she understood completely what was about to happen and, and his reasoning behind it, whether she agreed that, with that or not. And you know, she makes her last plea by saying she did exactly what she was told to do. And yeah. that's protect him and his interests, um, which she attempted to do. But that that's my theory behind that. He had bought that acre... 30 years ago or whatever for the very intention of one day disposing of her there. But is she dead?
1: Uh, Well, we know, we know she's not, I mean, they, right. they showed the hand moving.
0: Yep. Uh, she was moving. They, they, they don't show that if she's not alive, I didn't watch the preview for next week. So I don't know if anything was in there, but uh, from what I could tell, she's, so- she's going to be coming back in some fashion
1: so so is she's not dead we know this there's no ifs ands or buts um right. less question than was lizzie dead um does he know she's not dead did he did he purposefully miss her heart miss her head whatever it didn't really show where he, i mean very yeah. i mean Allah itself to create the illusion but the only person he has to create the illusion for is dembe right uh, for maybe the same reason it was for him, just so Dembe goes, oh, guys, don't f with him. He killed Mr. Kaplan, you know, just to, just to Making do that.
0: An example, yep,
1: yeah. De- if De- the more Dembe believes, the less he has to act. Mm-hmm. Um, I-, I don't know, uh, but that could have eas- they could have faked that even easier along the lines of, I'm just going to fire this in the air. You wait 20 minutes and call a cab, right? <laughs> so,
0: or, or really she thought when back
1: as a villain.
0: I think she she comes back in some fashion to save the day and then dies heroically.
1: So she will she will redeem herself in
0: in his red. eyes. They'll have a moment where he's holding her in her blood and
1: I'm so and, sorry.
0: and forgives her. Yeah. <laughs> um that that's what television would do. Is well, uh, is that what the show would would do? Yeah, probably. I feel like this show has kind of done that before. Yeah. <laughs> so, but you know, a neat scene. It was kind of like it was just one of the scenes, I'm dreading it the whole time because you know it's might be my favorite character in the show. Yeah. Just, you know, non non lead. Um, it
1: isn't Fred or or Liz or yeah. yeah Tom. Um.
0: Just a just a great character. Supporting cast, Lo- love, love yeah. the way that character's used, and we've it's we've so loved that character random. from the beginning.
1: We have, Dave, Mr. Kaplan, Kate, Kate Kaplan.
0: Yep, we get excited. We <laughs> we have always gotten excited with Mr. kaplan's episodes. So, and when and she used to show up just so insignificantly and was just kind of like a throwaway character, and 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 became you know, a major player. And I like I said, I don't think we're done with her.
1: Well, we know we're not,
0: but I mean, there, there's going to be much more, you know, they're not going to, Red's not going to go back, you know, and kill her in the first 20 minutes of next week. Cause then no, that's just, that's just a waste. I think it's, you know, she it could be the end of next week where we have like my theory that she comes and saves a day or, you know, it could be something six episodes from now. Who knows?
1: He may pull some type of uh, double jeopardy line or something like that. I killed you once. You paid your penance. There's no reason for me to kill you again. You know? Um, sure. So.
0: I really thought, though, when he was describing this uh, perfect plot of land that is. Uh, you know,
1: that, I was like, OK, you're going to live out your days here. We're going to build you a house and you're never leaving this property. Well, that's why I thought
0: like a house was already <laughs> built. Like he was talking about how a house could be built on there. It, it was uh, habitable or something like that. Uh uh he talked about something what I forget the word he used for building something on there though. Uh it might have just been buildable or something. But uh I really thought that, you know, they would kinda you know crest over the horizon a little bit and there was like a little cottage waiting yeah. and uh right, and he would put, you know, like a dog collar on her so she can't go outside the fence or something. <laughs> uh but no, no, he, he he shot her. But I agree. I they they didn't really show the shot they actually purposefully panned to him with a tree in the way so you couldn't see where he shot her
1: yeah it was the tree in the way and the suns so he just kind of saw her flail and-
0: yeah and then you right you saw from behind and the camera kind of pans up around her and you know it doesn't look like it's in her head um and you don't really see where the shot was so right if, if it and and again being red who's Never been a bad shot.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: You know, was this part of an illusion? Yeah. Like, he, he couldn't go through with it in the end, just kind of proving a point to her that I'm willing to do it and the illusion for Dembe that, you know, I'll kill anybody. Don't know. Good stuff. Uh, oh, I have this one random note at the bottom. Oh. Co- Cooper yells at Navabi. I actually wrote that because I love that. You know, <laughs> stop yeah, being a
1: feelings
0: yeah yeah stop it and move on <laughs> and she actually kind of shut up the rest of the episode so i kind of like that i'm um, not
1: sure we even really saw her again heard her on the radio once or something
0: yeah but good riddance i kind of don't like her because of last week
1: <laughs> yeah
0: it's amazing how i like got to a point where i don't like a character which i it is usually never the case But <laughs> so that's all i got what hey, you got anything else on this one nope. i mean moving forward uh next week i think it'll be you know the 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 chase to try to find the baby and you know, that might take on a couple episodes. I, again, I I doubt we're going to find the baby that quick. This Alexander Kirk thing is going to be an arc for a little while. I don't think we're going to get out of him anytime soon To to the next bad guy, but there'll be some sort of transition from that. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. But, uh, let us know what you all think. You can, uh, uh, what do you want to do? You can email us at blacklist at dot com. You can go ahead and uh, post on Facebook or Twitter at podcastderbia, and uh, iTunes reviews. We got a couple stars this week. Uh, one, one star. Well, tell us what you don't like about it. Don't be a wuss. I'll we'll just put one star and run. That's not fair we also got a five star so appreciate that tell us why you like us go and go and review the show too that that always helps can't
1: get better if you don't tell us what you don't if you
0: don't like what we're doing tell us what we're not what we're doing wrong if you love what we're doing tell us what we're doing right so
1: yeah so we can continue doing it
0: yeah we got a lot of nice favorable reviews appreciate those people who've written those over the years so all right well that's going to be it for this week uh for Mato number 66 and uh we will see you all next time
1: good night everybody